Welcome back to another episode of Force for Growth Live. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Today, we're going to be talking about how we empower ourselves and the struggle that lies within that. So let's get started. How to empower yourself, Courtney Carr. Yes. And why do I like saying Courtney Carr? I don't know, Ricardo it, it, Leone. It, it, sounds like, it sounds like Lois Lane. It sounds like Lex Luthor. It sounds like Clark Clint. I think Clark you like Clint. alliteration, but I like being I compared do. to Lois Lane, so you can keep I, it up. I like that. I like that. Okay. We've talked a lot about empowering others, but we haven't really touched base on empowering yourself. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I need to be honest right now. I struggled with this. Mm-hmm. When you threw out this topic, I was like, empower yourself. What does that really mean to me? What does that really mean? How do I empower myself? And I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. So then I talked to Jesse about it. I'm like, babe, this is the topic for the pod- for the podcast. And um, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any ideas about this? And she said, you're going to struggle with this because you're a guy. Mm. I was like, what? She's like, yes, because it's a good point. I've never seen myself disempowered. Man, that is a great point, Jesse. Thank you for bringing that up. You know, so she says that her point of view of empowering herself is going to be different than mine. It's going to be different than yours. It's going to be different than someone listening from one of these other countries. Which big shout out to our worldwide audience. We love you guys. Um, so it's just going to be different. It's going to be different. So that was my struggle with it. But then I started to think about it. And when she kind of reframed that for me, it gave me the conversation and the gusto that I needed to be able to come and have this conversation. Yeah, that well, to, okay. So when I threw out the idea of this topic yesterday, I did it because I was like, this will be an easy one, right? We both have busy weeks. We got a lot on our plate this week. And so I was like, that'll be an easy conversation. We can start and go and go and go on that. But yeah, and then I sat down and asked myself, well, how do I empower myself? And it was a very awkward question. Like, so I guess that's my observation first is how awkward it is to purposefully empower yourself. Like it's alarmingly awkward. Like it made me, it made me cringe. It made you cringe. You know, there's someone listening to this. It's like, I don't know how to empower myself. And that makes them cringe, you know? So I wonder why it's so awkward, but it it is, it's kind of moving us in an opposite direction than we're used to going often because yes. we can shame ourselves so easy. You know, we got that on autopilot. We have our excuses on autopilot, but our things that empower ourselves Let's make that autopilot, you know. And just- I think uh, one of the things here, Courtney, is that when you start to think about how you empower yourself, you have to be humble enough to admit that you're in a place where you're not in power. It's a, yeah, it's a great point. And that makes it hard to think, well, how do you empower yourself? Well, first, I have to think of a time when I'm not in my power, when I'm not expressing my personal power. And then think of the steps that I got to get to where I was feeling power and empowered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's literally focusing and honing in on where the power is in that moment and taking it back. 
And that's true. Yeah, we do have to think of which, to be honest, when it's how all our brain works. But whenever we start to think about a time that we needed to be empowered, a lot of those emotions flood back of insecurity, of fear, of, you know, fill in the blank that maybe we get stuck there. So just I guess my disclaimer is just let's keep it moving. So if those feelings do come up, this conversation is going to be about how to flip them, how to turn it, how to take the power back, and how to understand that the power is inside you. It's not inside something outside of you. It's literally inside of you. And Ooh, Such a good point. Yeah. But the things that disempower you can be things outside of you. Yeah, absolutely. But at a certain point, you have to, uh, you allow them to disempower you. Mm-hmm. You gave it permission to disempower you. Like the Dalai Lama and Buddha say, just because someone hands you a bag of poo-poo doesn't mean that you have to take it. Yeah. You have to, you can pick, you can take the bag, look at it and say, hey, I don't really like this bag. Thank you. Yeah. And you can say it with all well-meaning still there, you know. Correct. You you have the choice to feel disempowered, mm -hmm. to allow someone else to disempower you. Obviously, if it's a situation that you're facing internally, that's going to be a different set of tools that we'll be discussing. But if it's someone disempowering you, you're choosing to take that bag of poo poo. Mm-hmm. Was it Eleanor Roosevelt that said, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent? I think that was Eleanor. I might be wrong on that. But no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So it's just, yeah, the layer of choices, choices. Oh, and your very brilliant wife decided to give us a definition. So the verb of empower is to give someone the authority or power to do something. Mm. And it was Eleanor Roosevelt. So are you giving yourself the... Thank you. Thank you. Ah, yay. Brownie point. Okay. Big brownie so, points. Yes. Uh, so are you giving yourself the power to do something? And just pause and ask yourself that question. Pause this episode and journal on that if you need to. If you're lazy and don't journal, turn on the little record device and talk for one minute to yourself. You can delete it after. So just express yourself in this question. Are you actually allowing yourself to have the power? And the reason I say that is because, of course, your brain's like, yeah, I'm allowing myself. What are you kidding me? You know, I want success. I want happiness. I want whatever. But if you're... If you have your excuses lined up, if you have those friends in your environment that agree with you that you're not going to be great or whatever, you know, fill in the blank with a negative thing, and you have all these negative things stacked in between you and your goal, you're not giving yourself the power. So that's what I mean by that. I'm using it metaphorically. So question, Courtney, and I'll let you go first, and then I'll go, how do you empower yourself? Yes. Okay. Well, I wrote down a few things. So I consult my inner warrior. And on that, I'm more speaking of what have I survived and what have I made it through? What have I overcome? What have I broken through? And just consult with myself in those moments and really focus in on what did I do to change it? Like what pattern actually allows long-term change for Courtney? And consult that and, you know, talk to my higher self. Whatever that means to you, consult your inner inner warrior. That's powerful. Yeah. What's your inner warrior's name? I don't want to share that because that's personal. <laughs> you know it. I was about to say, this is something you taught me. So I can't, um, trying to pick my words wisely, but it's a feminine name. It's a powerful name. 
She handles it. Let's <laughs> just say that. <laughs> oh, she handles it. Um, oh, but well, I'm sorry. My apologies. I didn't realize it was a secret. <laughs> that's okay. But, you know, I've learned and focused and practiced on bringing her out when I need her and putting her right back, meaning you can't be angry all the time. You can't be this person that demands power at every moment. No, 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 no. That's, there'll be times where that defense mechanism is needed and we will pull you out then and we will act bold then. But I, I don't need to walk around as a warrior through my entire life. And I think that's another thing. A lot of folks, they don't realize that there's both sides of their personality and they spend 100% time in warrior mode on defensive. And, you know, that's not allowing your power in either although it feels like it is. Correct. And I want to make sure that to emphasize, circle, underline, and put, put in the 12.1624 bold font that Courtney says that she's still practicing this skill. Yeah. It's a muscle. Yes. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I need an identity. I need my warrior identity, which I do recommend. That's why I'm bringing this up. I do recommend that you have a warrior identity and list the qualities and attributes and virtues that this warrior identity is going to have and embody and name him, name her. And then pull that, pull that identity out when you need it. Mm -hmm. But like Courtney said, it's going to take practice. It's going to take time. It's not going to be, oh, I got this identity and it's going to be perfect every single time. And I'm going to pull her or him out whenever I need him. And it's going to be perfect and I'm going to be happy forever. Now it's going to take some practice. Yep. It's a muscle, which means if you don't work it, it gets weaker. If you work it, you can grow that thing to new limits. They're still breaking records with bodybuilders. So there's no limit that we found yet. So for me, when I think of a moment when I'm disempowered, I have to... I. And this is really hard. Again, I struggled with this when we brought the topic up because it's hard for me to not to admit that I'm disempowered, but being disempowered is such, it's really hard to, for me, it's really hard to embrace and to sit here and say, oh yes, I was disempowered. Because internally, I already know that it's always within me. And disempowered is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I hate using the same word like that. But either way, being disempowered is such a powerful word. It's such a powerful spell that I'm casting on myself when I think about being disempowered. Have I been down? Yes. Have I been where I feel like I'm not giving my best? Yes. Have I feel defeated? Yes. But to take it all the way to feeling disempowered? Oh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to go there. It's hard for me to go there. And here's the one thing that I had to really process through in preparing for this conversation is that my definition for being disempowered, it may not be your definition for being disempowered. Yeah. If my feeling down might be total defeat and disempowering to you. We're in different places. We're different people. We have different lives and different maps in our mind. So for me, being disempowered, meaning it means to me, my personal definition of being disempowered is that I 
have absolutely no hope, no chance, no opportunity, no ability to do anything about the situation that I'm in. Mm. It's a very extreme definition. It's very extreme. And nothing's wrong with it. As I say this, I want to highlight, there's nothing wrong with the meaning he's given it. We're just dissecting it right now. Correct. Correct. And I'm only going, I'm only talking about being disempowered because I have to go there in order to tell you guys how to, how I get empowered from that place of disempowerment. Mm -hmm. But I really don't allow myself to go to that level of defeat. One, because my mind, I just, sometimes I just don't do it. Do I feel like I'm, like I'm done? Like we had a whole scenario this weekend where I just felt like done. You know, like I did, I just didn't want to do anymore. I didn't want to work on this light fixture. <laughs> and that's a whole other story. <laughs> but I didn't feel this empowered. I was just like, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm throwing my hands up. I, I'm not, I wasn't like I'm giving up or, you know, it was just whatever. It's like, I'm just done for right now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel disempowered. Yeah. Right. But one of the things is when I really start to dive deep into this feeling is, when I start to even remotely flirt with that thought, Jesse's right there to give me a big old kick in the butt. Yeah. Right. She's mm-hmm. right there to be like, hey, no, we're not doing this today. Yeah. You better get up. Yeah. And if it's not Jesse, it's some of my other Firewalker crews <laughs> like Courtney and Anthony and Julian and Krishna and Jose Antonio and Manuel and Grace and I, you know, all these amazing people that I've hung out with. And if I didn't say your name, it doesn't mean that I don't love you. You know who you are. Mm. But I have all these amazing people that will not let me, that will not allow me to go there. We're right? returning the favor. Or, yeah, it just, they just won't allow me. Because what like, have you done for us? You know, like, so just to highlight how powerful your environment truly is, like it could make or break it. Yeah. And I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again till the day that I die. I have my ostrich moments where I just want to dig my head in the sand. Like I just like, boom, I just want to dig my head in the sand. But man, there's always someone there pulling my neck before I even start to go down there. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, so Jesse, Ricardo's wife is um, in the comments with some, a lot of great comments, but she's some good observations. So I think men, for the most part, keep the power, like keep their power majority of the time. And women, I believe, are the ones that give their power away. Not intentionally, but obviously we do it. Um, and then she also brings up that a lot of men maybe don't necessarily resonate with the word empower like women do. You know, I mean, there's a mm-hmm. meme I've seen going around years and years that um, empowered women empower women, meaning if you're somebody sitting there judging, complaining this and that, and you know, being a bitch to every woman you know, you're not empowering us. Okay, so move along, kind of thing. But there, yeah, that's. I think that's a good observation that are men truly allowed to stop and think about that, or does it even resonate? I think the word resonates better. But I do like how it's you use the word disempower in such an extreme way. Like to me, I would use it as, yeah, it feels like an uphill battle and never, it it wouldn't be the definition of there's no way out. Whereas kind of your definition was there's no way out. There's no hope, you know? And so paying attention to the meaning 
all of us are giving these things is really important because when he when he was forced to go there, disempower, it caused negative issues in his body because speaking this, thinking about these words and the meanings you put forth to them throughout your life based off your own life experiences, you know, you have bad memories to back these up. It's not just made up, you know, this thing in your head that's like, oh, get over it. No, no. These are real memories that live in your cells, that live in our bodies. So it's so important just to stop and pause. And if you don't like the meaning you're giving to something to change it, or, you know, Ricardo is a very relentless type where sometimes the extreme sides move him more than if he were to be kind of more in the middle like maybe I am or something, you know? So it's just because another person does it another way doesn't mean it's not going to work for them. But I mean, the the whole point is, do you want to keep thinking this word means this for the rest of your life? And I think empower and disempower are just huge ones to yeah. me as far as they can literally change my entire state if I use Good them point. correctly or wrong. Good point. Good point. I want to add something that you just brought up and, as far as like the definition of disempowered and the extreme that I went with it. When I think about and what it means to me when there's nothing that I could do, it means there's absolutely nothing that I can do. It doesn't mean that I'm not willing to do something. It doesn't mean that I'm not willing to do the work. That's another, that's another whole nother thing. What I'm saying when I feel disempowered, when I think about that emotion is there is no option available. Zero. Zero. Even if I'm willing to do the work, there's zero option available. Now, if we're talking about where I'm not willing to do the work, where I'm not willing to put forth the effort, that's not disempowering because there's options. That's just being lazy because I'm not willing to put forth the effort when I know that I can get it done if I'm willing to just grind and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me. Yeah. No, those are those are some great points. So, okay. So I just want to get more on the masculine. What are the biggest ways that you've turned your skills around or you've really turned a situation that used to disempower you into something that now empowers you? Whatever comes to mind. Say that again. So what what is a way that you've really learned to be empowered? Or I, I expanded on the question with is there something that ever used to disempower you that now does empower you? Honestly, if I'm going to be just blunt here, since you just want me to say it, I don't go to disempowered. I go to pissed off. That's fair. I don't yeah. go to disempowered. I go to mad. Mm-hmm. I get mad. And in some cases, it I didn't used to handle that shift very well because I would lash out. And Jesse knows this. I would lash out at Jesse. I would lash out at whoever I was working with because I'm like, hey, you know, why can't we get this done? You know, but that's different. That's a whole other situation and a whole other conversation. I've grown past that. And I don't feel that I lash out as much. Maybe I still have moments where I do. I'm human. I'm going to admit it. You know, if I get overwhelmed and I go into that anger because of, that feeling of like, okay, we're getting into a situation where we might not be able to do something about it. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, you just, I'm not going to allow these, this, these restraints around me. So I'm just, I have to lash out, mm-hmm. but it doesn't happen as much or as extreme as it used to, no. which is progress. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, 
So I will say that I get mad. And then that anger turns into like, okay, let's go. Does that no. say, yeah, do you stay there or what do you pull yourself out of it or does it just turn into, so walk us through that. So you're pissed off, you're mad, you're, you know, it's just, there's no hope. How do you flip it in your brain to turn that anger into an action item? Even if you're pissed off while you're doing it, but how do you flip it? It just, it just happens. It's, it's hard to explain because when it starts to get into this somewhat of a dire situation, see, I'm not like, I, I just caught myself. I didn't even say dire. Yeah. When it starts to go into a dire situation, um, I get mad. I get aggravated. I'm like, no, this is no, that's enough. It's like setting a boundary. It's like setting a boundary with this situation and saying, you know what? No, you've come far enough. You're, you're not going to come any closer because I'm going to start pushing back before it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. I love and that. all right, Jesse, come on, help me push back on this situation. Let's go. Yeah. You know, hey, Courtney, let's push back on this situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, no, don't. I think that's powerful. That, that's the thing. And man. I've talked about the pettiness side of me, and let me talk about that. I might as well, since we're here talking about empowering yourself. Hey, we appreciate right? your vulnerability because you're actually giving things that will help people change. So I like oh it. God. I'm learning. If someone tells me that I can't do something Ooh. or that I shouldn't do something, oh, man. <laughs> you just I'm put like, racing wait, fuel like, in his wait, car, what? basically. <laughs> wait, what? No, that's just. That's just too much. You're just doing too much. What? Okay, hold up. Let me uh, let's shift gears and go into higher gear now. <laughs> and it's not even because I want to do it. Now it's, it turns into like I'm doing it just to be like, yeah, just hold up. Hold my beard. You, you know, now I'm just going to do it because. Yeah, now it's guaranteed. <laughs> you know, now I'm just going to do it because. So now I'm not saying that's good, bad, or indifferent. You can have your own personal opinion about that. That's just my thinking process mm-hmm. that I'm sharing. It may not work for you. I'm not, I don't advise it for everyone because it is kind of flirting with that. But line. back to the inner warrior, right? There are times that serves you, and there are times that if you did it all the time, it wouldn't be serving you 100% of the time. So it's where it's a resource. You put it in your box and you bring it out when you need to. But the important part is you know your inner warrior. You get to know them. So it's like he just broke down where his boundaries are, what he does when it hits that boundary, what he's going to do if that happens again. If he still doesn't know, he's going to call a friend. You know, he's going to bring in his fellow warrior, Jesse. He's good. So there's all kinds of things that just, you see the options in his brain. So even though it feels awkward, you do need to list like, hey, when things get hard, what should I do? When things yeah. get hard, and it can be as silly as like, I like this song. It puts me in a good mood. I need to call this friend, you know? And so just compile your list of what you need to do, what resonates with you. Because, I mean, we could sit here and tell you what we do all day long, but if you're not going to get to know your own empowered and disempowering boundaries, we can't really help. So. Correct. It's an interesting one. So, okay. What's another way moving forward to bring it up? (laughs) How, uh, just in your daily life, how are different ways that you do empower yourself? Okay. I challenge myself. I do things that I didn't do the last month. Usually I like to do it by month. 
So just recently, a great example is I picked up the Brendan Bichard High Performance Journal, which I did it a while back. And then I still have like six or seven, eight of them. And I didn't really touch it because it didn't resonate with me. It just was... (laughs) It was just so repetitive and all this other. And so this month I'm like, okay, you know what? No, we're going to get back on this and give this another another go and really put forth some effort. Is it repetitive? Yes. Is it difficult? Yes. Is it complicated? Somewhat. Is it worth it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but I, I just continue to like figure out like, okay, how can I just even just challenge myself slightly into doing something that maybe I didn't do before, maybe something that I that I stopped doing, maybe something that I didn't give a full chance to. That could be like reading a book that maybe I just read three chapters and didn't finish it. Maybe reading rereading a book that I read that resonated with me, but I haven't visited in a long time. Uh, picking up the high performance journal that's been sitting on my shelf for you know what years now. Yeah. Right, we've been on it what three, four years now. Uh, for a while now, and actually, really working through it and giving it a one hundred and ten percent focused energy towards this to see what it's capable of doing and see how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, and I love that. And this, I think, I do feel you do this in a healthy way, although you are an extreme person. But yeah, Jesse points out that you like to win, even though you say you aren't competitive, which you are. So you challenge yourself daily in different things. And in this way, you feel empowered. And so that's genius. You know, you you reverse engineered what does make you feel powerful in the true way, in the pure way, not the I'm going to overpower everyone in my life, not the I'm going to control things around me because that's not attainable. So, uh, but yeah. And so it's like, it's okay if, your pattern doesn't match someone else because it's clearly working for Ricardo. Right. And I just, I like that. I love that. And that it's one thing I wrote down was I'm an eternal learner. And Mm. the reason I like that phrase eternal learner is because I'm never going to be done educating myself. I could learn next year that everything I've ever known is a lie. You know, I'll be like, okay, pivot, let's relearn. And I think a lot of people just get to this point with certain things where they feel they are done learning. And it's honestly, ironically, very much in the points in their lives where the meaning is shifted or their perspective needs to shift. And so, you know, outside looking in, it's very easy to point and judge, right? Whereas when it's ourselves, we don't really, we can't see those road signs. We're in the story. We're in the mix. We're in the mud, right? Whereas other people can see the road signs and are like, yeah, you should do this. Yeah, you should do this. But we have all that clutter in our brain that it's hard to take advice from other people. You know, it's hard to believe that they've been through it too, because the feeling is hopeless. The feeling is lonely, but it's not. And so that's where, you know, your inner warrior, you have more resources than you know. We did an episode on, are you using your resources to the full resourcefulness they can be, right? And so uh, that's a great episode to watch, but really it comes down to honoring like who is who you are who you want to be it doesn't matter what your answer is you can change it you can change it but not if you keep telling yourself this how i'm born this how i'm always going to be this is how it never works out for me like you need to stop with that bs really because that's all it is it's what belief system (laughs) i love it i love it yeah 
Uh, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Force for Growth. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Force for Growth. And remember to be a force for good. A force for growth. And a force for greatness. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.